Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. My show, the Talk to Q Radio Show, it's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool. Oliver here. Cool. Oh, thank you for having cool. me on your show. Cool. So awesome to cool. be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. Guys, I ain't saying you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. Mean. <laughs> Cool. Cool. You know, we need more shows like this because cool. people need as much relationship help out cool. here as they can get. Cool. Cool. I was told that I was a man cool. leader. Cool. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-woman. Cool. I know the value of a good man. Cool. Does that make sense? I like cool. that. I'm going to say that again. Cool. screen that's not worth a hill of beans. It's a really nice LED screen. 
great quality video. Uh, I had multiple screens where you can watch all of the games. It was a lot of fun catching a little March Madness there, some of the opening round. Okay. So it was good, uh, a good break, a good time, and I look forward to returning to uh, St. Louis in September, if all goes well. A lot has gone on since I was last on the air. That was the week of March the 6th. Uh, a lot has happened, especially regarding politics. However, before I get into any of that, let me explain to those who may be new to the show how the Talk to Q radio show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 580 starts right after a word, or right after these words, from some friends of the show. What is psychological strategy? These are subconscious tactics that are used to influence people this way or that way to achieve some kind of result for a business or an individual, uh, sometimes even government. So it's not only based in psychology, though it is heavily based in psychology. It uh-huh. focuses on the frequencies of tactics, which are you know, words you analyze through linguistics, actions, marketing, all that stuff. So it's much more invasive of a procedure, and it's much more in-depth than typical marketing and all that stuff that's available now. He's been a guest on the show twice, and now he has something special for those of you out there who can't seem to get things right in your career or in your personal life, as if there's like a negative ceiling that's always over you. Wouldn't you love to be able to reset your mind and see things as never before? Well, Dr. Herman SJR has an online course for you. How to destroy your limiting vision and rewire your mindset with 
Psychological Strategy, a blueprint to thinking bigger, deeper, further, and wider using the power of interconnectivity for your business success. Now, Dr. Herman SJR is the father of psychological strategy. If you're a loyal T2Q listener, then you've heard him on my airways before, and you know he's the real deal. He's a global influencer, interdisciplinarian, and author whose works has received testimonials from all around the globe, from PhDs, entrepreneurs, consultants, and more. Your mind is a powerful force that can make your life easier or have the complete opposite effect on it. Now, unfortunately, most people have a negative mindset, and that helps to perpetuate failure. And no amount of effort can seem to help get past it. If you think that something is holding you back in the business world or in your personal life, then this course is what you need to help eliminate that limiting mental block so you can see things as you've never seen them before. Go to www.drhermansjr.com, www.drhermansjr.com, and learn how you can turn a negative into a positive with psychological strategy. This wild thing. And you tuned in to the hottest show on the globe, the Crystal Show. I might get your phone played on the radio station. I might get your phone played on the radio station. The Crystal Show is back with great new musical artist interviews, great author interviews, get crystallized celebrity buzz, and all of the funny, entertaining insights that you have grown to love about The Crystal Show. Let's not forget about our great segment from a pimp perspective with Eminem himself. Stream the podcast that will air every Thursday and Saturday. Hit subscribe on thecrystalshow.com to stay up to date on the newest podcast. See you there, baby. My thanks to thecrystalshow.com and drhermansjr.com, friends of the show. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Before I go to the phones, just wanted to come mention this crazy story I came across. A man uh, by the name of Nicholas Jackson, 36 years old, was arrested on Friday and charged with grand theft auto. This is down in Florida, in, Ma- in Martin County. Uh, Pomp- uh, Pompano Beach. Now, it says that Mr. Jackson showed up to buy a BMW, which was $60,000, using his EBT card and a credit card. Well, needless to say, he got turned down trying to use food stamps to buy a car. However, he returned the next night, stole the car and keys from 60 other vehicles. They later found Jackson with the car and the keys after he ran out of gas because he didn't have any money to fill the tank. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure what to say about that dude. You try to use food stamps to buy a $60,000 car and a credit card, and you don't have any gas money to fill your stolen car. Okay. Anyway, let me go to the phones. To the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, to bring on the show enforcer, Ray. 
Hey, what's up, Q? How you doing? I'm doing very well. How you doing today? All right. All right, cool. And I'm um, in the chat room. Sabretooth uh, chimed in, talking about shaking my head, Florida. Crystal chimed in, saying he was high. He definitely had to be high, if you ask me. Anyone that try to do something as crazy as that. But, Ray, where I want to start off first is discussing what everyone has been discussing on the news channels, all this hype behind the Donald Trump rallies. There have been a lot of incidents that have occurred, and it's been getting a lot of airplay. And actually, it could be helping Trump in a, in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, I saw a report, I think, uh, last night that stated that the media has provided Trump the uh, equivalent of publicity that equals the last five Super Bowls combined, as far as almost $2 billion in publicity, if you were to measure it like you do the Super Bowl ads. But as far as the fights are concerned, is Donald Trump responsible for the things that he said? Are the protesters a problem? Are the, the people at the rally? Or is it kind of just divided evenly amongst everyone? No, I believe that the protesters are the problem. And it's it's simple as this. If you don't go some if you go somewhere, if you are not a supporter, see me I don't believe in protesting because you shouldn't go somewhere and agitate a situation. If I had no business being there, that's just like if if, you know, a bunch of white people said, Well, I'm gonna go to a Farrakhan rally and just yell out obscenities and say we don't agree with what you're saying, it's not, I mean, they're going to get stomped out. Simple as that. They're going to get stomped out. <laughs> but everybody understands that. But when you go in, and and I'm, I'm tired of people lying, because when I watch the film, I see things. You know, guys are yelling and screaming obscenities, and when you get thrown out, you've throwing your hands up to hype the crowd up, okay, boo me some more, boo me some more, then somebody mm-hmm. takes a shot at you, then you want to turn around and say you weren't doing anything wrong. You were doing something wrong. If a man is up at the podium and he's trying to speak and you try to shout him out what obscenities, you deserve anything them people put on you. But because it's the other way around, Everybody want to say, oh, you know, he's inciting violence. He's doing this and doing that. Well, you come there looking for trouble simply mm-hmm. by protesting. So I, I don't believe that it is. The, 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 I don't know what people really have. He has the right to campaign. And he has the right to say what he wants to say. This is America. Now, some people don't agree. I mean, mm-hmm. I th- I personally think the man has a very good message, and I don't know why people are so offended by it. And I would like to know that why are some people so offended by Trump's message. So, I think it's based on what I've seen. The reason some people are offended is just uh, his his bluntness, his the way he kind of uh, I mean it appears that he kind of you know puts a blanket statement on all Muslims. 
as uh, he's kind of put a blanket statement on Mexicans and maybe some of the derogatory statements he's made about women in the past. Uh, he's he's pretty much had something to say about mm-hmm. everyone, but by the same token, you know, how much of that is the media or how much is that as far as what he said? Now, I've heard some of his quotes, and some of his quotes I can see some people have, may have taken the wrong way, but everything he says isn't all bad like it's painted to be at times. So I guess it depends but, but, on what station you're watching at the time. But this is this is what I, what I say. It's not that he's hating on anybody or discriminating against anybody. Only thing a man is simply saying is, is okay if you have Muslim attackers, if you don't know who you are, we are going to stop letting people in the country until we identify who the people are. And to me, if you have your head covered and we can only see your eyes and stuff like that, no disrespect to anyone. But that is a dangerous situation. Now, you uh-huh. can say, well, it's not me and it's not me. We have plenty of people that are living here in New York, New Jersey, and some of these other places that are planning on overthrowing, you know, the country. And if you don't do something about it, it's going to become a very serious problem. And Farrakhan said that himself. That's what a lot of people don't know. They do a lot of talking and you get a lot of folks in the South and everything. We don't like the way he looks. He looks like a classman, so we're going to say this and say that. Know your facts before you start jumping on the man. I think you know what I mean? If he, if he would have put it maybe somewhat similar to the way, you, the way you just described it, maybe some people wouldn't have taken it the wrong way. But he said something like in the chat room, uh, Sabretooth mentioned that he called Mexicans murderers and rapists. And I've actually watched a video of that, and I—I I mean, I understand the context of how it was, was presented. Now I'm sure he didn't mean all of them, but the way he said it, it sounded like he was talking about all of them. And people are going to take that the wrong way when you call their race murderers and rapists. I, I don't care how you put it. And um, well, as far as far as the protesting is concerned, Sabretooth says people has a, have a right to protest. I guess people protesting during the civil rights movement deserve dogs and water hoses turned on them. And yeah, but see, but see, but see, that's a different story. We're not talking about peaceful marching. We're talking about people. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Okay, you can't sit up here and say that. You go to a high school football game, and you sit on the team, the home team stadium. And you talking crazy, you gonna get stomped out. <laughs> now people, act, now people act like they don't now, understand that. Now in Chicago, yeah. the rally in Chicago that never really took place, there people were there to be disruptive. You can you can tell that from get go. Okay. However, there are some people. There was a guy who was in the media who got attacked by. Uh, a security guard there at the at a Trump rally. There was a uh, black guy that I think that worked for the Washington Post who just because he was black, people assumed he was a protester. He got attacked, and they were just media people. So in most cases, it may be people who are being disruptive, but I don't think that's the case in all of them. Um, and either way, I think you can escort someone out without necessarily having people just lay hands on them, uh, especially... 78-year-old men taking 
uh, cheap shots on people. Now, do you think, as far as what that guy did, do you think that he deserved to uh, be arrested? Who the the uh, the old the, man? Yeah, the old man that stole on the on the guys that were being escorted out. I mean, in this day and age, you just can't assault people, but at the same time, you have to stand up for what you believe in as well. It's just like now, it's a different ball game from when even I was in high school. You get mad with a guy, you can't hit him in a restaurant or, you know, or road rage incident or anything. Because now everybody's got cameras. Everybody wants to get lawyered up. You were right. talking shit for three lights. Now, if I pull over and catch you at the light, hey, you better get away from here. You don't want any trouble. I'll call the police. Guys do that all the time. You were talking dick. <laughs> okay. Now what's all this all about? But at the same time, you lay hands on him, you going to jail. It ain't like it used to be. You can't even be a guy at the school no more. See, kid going to jail. So it's a different ball game. But my thing is, completely, just like if you take a white person and he goes to the Soul Bowl, down there, I mean, that's some of the most black folks you're going to see in one spot at one time. And he get up there, oh, nobody wants to see this shit. You know, old Miss, old Miss. <laughs> He's going to get stopped, kicked, beat, yeah. everything. Understand what I'm talking about? He got to get the same so thing, too. So you're, saying, so you're saying that it's not right, but that's just the reality no. of it. You know, and exactly. You cannot come into somebody else's territory and strongly disagree with them. Now, if you, now if you say, I'm I'm against Trump, it's like I'm not a fan of Hillary Clinton. I'm not going to go to her rally and say, what about this? What about that? She can't get a word in edgewise because I'm shouting at her. What kind of sense does that make? Now everybody say what they got a right to do. All right, all right. The right is what's going to get people hurt and what's going to get people killed. That's what's the problem with a lot of these young boys out here. Nobody telling them how to deal with the police. I got rights. You can't tell me to move. Oh, what are you stopping me for? What are you stopping me for? Listen, that man is in a position of authority. Let him ask the questions and you answer them. If something does not go right, that's what they got attorneys for in America. Uh-huh. But you get out of there safely and do what you're supposed to do. None of this right shit. You can't do this. This is my rights. Okay. Well, what about doing the right thing and not showing up there in the first place? I don't have to protest nothing you saying. Why am I protesting it? It's America. You say what you want to say. I just can go to the polls and make my vote count for somebody else. Right or wrong. Uh-huh. All right, in the chat room, I don't have a problem with protesters personally. I think that's part of the First Amendment right. I do believe it should be. I do believe it should be peaceful, though. I, I agree agree with you. It should be peaceful. Um, let's see. Crystal said, yes, he did mean all of them, referring to the Mexicans. Sabretooth mentioned, why is he getting support from white supremacists? And, uh, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of different reasons why that can happen. Let me go to the phone. I'm another caller calling from the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And what's up? I can't get my man's music to play here. There we go. Show legend Buck. 
the man in black. What's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this okay. evening? There he is. There he is. Okay. All right. What's up, bro? Man, I don't want to get into the discussion. What's up, bro? I don't want to necessarily get into the discussion of cops, but I'm laughing at Sabretooth. He said this dude is a fool. He's going to sit there and let a police officer violate his rights. So, yeah, I don't want to get into the discussion. Um uh, of cops tonight, but but I mean, but I I look at it like this, and uh, Sabretooth, I I agree with Ray that you can. There's a way to handle anything, and if you're fighting a a can't win battle, then it's best to just take it to court. And you have to be able to recognize when a when a situation is escalating to keep from getting killed. Now I don't want to be dead, right? I don't mind being right, but I don't want to be dead, right? So I actually agree with what Ray is saying. I mean, you can ask questions, but when you realize that this person is out of hand or he's being belligerent or he's not taking no for an answer, then it's best to just do what you need to do to to, to get to to somewhere safe. So I, I agree with him 100%. I, I'm not going to argue with a cop who looks like he wants a reason to shoot me. No, the thing, the thing is, like I say, man, I was pulled over again last week. But I was in the room. So when he pulled me over, I said, hey, how you doing, officer? He said, okay, license, registration, insurance, this and that. No no problem. I'm not asking him what he pulled me over for. He's going to get to that. You understand? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, once he told me what he pulled me over for, I explained the situation. I didn't realize that, you know, I hadn't got my car registered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been September. I was supposed to get it registered. So instead of having me told and I got to pay $450, I got out of there with a $54 ticket because I was respectful. You understand? And a lot of people don't understand that. And guys keep talking about their rights and this and that. 98% of the time, things are not going to go bad with a cop if you conduct yourself correctly. And... Nobody can tell me different on that because I didn't you know, been there and I haven't seen it. Yeah, you know, I, I can I can sympathize with you there on, on that, Ray, because I've had it happen to me too where I've been pulled over and I knew, you know, and it wasn't my fault. You know, maybe it was something that I overlooked and shoot, they just let you go. You know, as long as you're respectful to the cops, they'll be respectful to you. And that's what that's what people forget in today's that time. That may be and, the majority know, they, of the time. I think that may be a majority of the time, but if someone isn't being respectful to you and they seem like they're on edge, I think that's when you got to evaluate the situation and just say, you know what, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. We're going to go to court. Right. Because, I mean, you like I said, you can peacefully say what you want to say. I, I mean, because people, we want to say that we have rights and all that, and yes, we do, but he has the gun or she has the gun. And to me, that's the thing that's going to make me think twice about anything I say. So I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to curse. And, yeah, you got a right to do whatever you feel like you have a right to do. That's you if you want to take that into your, your life, into your own hands and do that. Me, personally, I'm going to try to calmly discuss it. And if I can't calmly discuss it with that person, I'm going to shut my mouth, I'm going to go to jail, and we'll handle it in court. Um, I feel like I have a better chance that I'm not dying for anybody. I, I'm not dying just because, you know, 
I'm I'm trying to get into a shouting match with someone who's looking for a reason to shoot me. You got to be able to recognize the situation that you're in uh, at times. And I, I saw a video, and we'll move on after this, but I saw a video a week ago of a guy who appeared to be pulled over, and not pulled over, he's walking down the street. He appeared to be um, accosted for nothing from what I could see. Now, I don't know how far the incident went back, but it appears that the cop was harassing him. But he got into a tussle with the cop because he didn't feel like he should have been bothered in the first place when the cop was asking him questions and everything. And, you know, luckily no one got shot or or, or anything like that, but it could have ended that way. And my thing is, yeah, he, the cop appeared to be wrong 100%, but don't try to fight the cop just because yeah, you feel like you're right. Because there's not going to be – huh? I've seen videos like that, and the video always starts rolling after the cop pulls up. Now, my my thing is is this. Why not answer the questions? You know, if I come down that way and I'm in Madison or something like that, excuse me, what are you doing here? Okay, um, well, I come down here, I'm visiting, I'm here to see such and such. They stay right over here. Uh, you can see my driver's license or whatever the case may be. You run a license. Mm-hmm. Now you understand everybody can calm down. You're not dealing with no fool. So we all can, everybody can relax. But if I walk up, I can walk down the street and why are you following me and all this and this? Okay, I'm following you because usually when I see a black face, something ain't right in the white neighborhood. That ain't the thing to say. And people get mad at Trump for, for saying things of that nature. But at the same time, until we correct ourselves, that's a fact. Now, I'm saying, what's the reason? No, I'm not saying that's what the man should say. But you know as well as I do. Because, like I say, I, I've seen this guy kidnapping folks, broke out of jail, and got himself killed, and old boy didn't. I mean, I'm getting hit with these WAPT stories four times a day. You can't tell me that this ain't going on. We're not talking about you and a couple of others that finished college and doing the right thing. We're talking about as a whole what is going on. See, people want you to say, I'm not going to bother you, but I'm going to look for the criminal. Meanwhile, you get people that want to stereotype all white folks is thinking the same thing. Well, they see you like this. They see you like that. How you know you're not a white person? How can you speak for somebody white anymore they can speak for you being black? Oh, you think you are them? You think they want you to stay in their neighborhood? You think this? How, how do you know how they think? You're not a white person. Same way a white person can't speak for me. You understand what I'm saying? Well, my what? thing is, I, I I don't agree with with profiling and, but uh, again, like I said, if it no. happens for whatever reason, it happens. I just say, just think it's a bad idea to actually get into a wrestling match with a cop. I, I, this guy lived. He complained about it. He, you know, maybe his rights were violated. I don't know, but a lot of times you don't get to walk away from that. I'm just saying, be smart if you're going to protest. Be smart with it. Be calm. Don't give someone a reason to shoot you because it doesn't take much these days. But, so, but ultimately, all this killing and stuff that's going on, why ain't nobody protesting that? Why are we not stopping with start with that first? 
We've had this discussion before, and I disagree with that because I mean there was a protest in Chicago just like a week and a half ago that I saw online, but it doesn't get put on TV. These protests go on, but it's not good for ratings. It's good for ratings when a cop shoots a black person. That's why we see it all over TV, because it gets everyone upset. It divides the country. But there are rallies that occur. We just don't see them on TV. But I guarantee you, you can Google almost any major city, and I bet you within the last month or so, you'll come across some type of rally that they've had for um, yeah. violence in certain neighborhoods. It's just but, not going to get any publicity. I, I, I want to see the type of passion that you use against the white folks when they at the Trump rallies and you see Black Lives Matter, they arguing with white people and a fight about to break out, go down there on them gang members like that. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Go down there on them gang We're not talking about walking down the street, we sad, and when is the violence going to stop? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about folks yelling in people's faces coming to people's homes and letting them know we're not going to stand for you doing certain things in the community anymore. When have we seen that? Like I said, you got to go online and YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, something we discussed probably about a month or so ago about a situation where there were car chases going on in Jackson where the cops were chasing criminals, uh, from suburbs of Jackson into Jackson and councilman Kenny Stokes was upset and he went off on some sheriff saying that they were stupid and that someone was going to get killed chasing people from misdemeanors through uh, the streets of Jackson. Well, unfortunately uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before someone did get killed uh, in Jackson. There was a, they were chasing a shoplifter from a Walmart in Clinton, I think. And the cop chase spilled over into Jackson, or or maybe it went, yeah, I think it spilled over into Jackson. And unfortunately, a man who had just gotten off of work uh, was caught up, and I think he got run down during the car chase. So that's been the story here today. It's unfortunate. I personally don't think you should, you know, chase a shoplifter to the level of putting people in danger, but there's some people who feel like, that you got to go after the crooks regardless of what they steal. And if there's collateral mm-hmm. damage, then that's just a part of it. But it's unfortunately... Did the police run him over or did the, did the crook run him over? The story, I, I've only read one story on this, and it wasn't from the news site. The story that I read on this said that it appears that a cop hit him. Okay. So, well, I don't yeah, that's, that's, that's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. Maybe something needs to be changing. We got law enforcement running over innocent people, then maybe something needs to be changed. And it is not against the law. The state of Mississippi does allow cop chases, and so it's nothing against the law. I just think that common sense isn't being used when it comes to pursuing certain people. You're going after a murderer, a kidnapper, a rapist, then you probably have to do what you have to do. But for someone who you're going after because he's shoplifting, he may be guilty of something else. You don't know that. But um, to me, that's the equivalent of shooting at a crowd at a suspect. It's just a bad idea. So if this guy would have gone down a school street, I guess they would have just 
you know, ran down the school street after him. I, I know they don't want to let criminals go, but you have to try to think of the what your purpose is, which is to protect and serve. So that means you don't want to kill people just trying to get a shoplifter. But it's a sad story, and I have to see how it unfolds. And um, I know they've talked about lawsuits of upwards of a hundred million. So if that's the case, then that probably will change some laws if someone passes that. If Hulk Hogan can get get over a hundred. Forty million for a sex tape, man. I don't know what a person can get for losing their life. We'll see. Oh, he um, did Hulk Hogan win that battle? He win? Yeah, he oh, won yes, two sure. settlements. He won two settlements. Wow, wow, I think he made awesome. a lot, made up like a hundred and forty million dollars, I think. Which Gawker had no right to show the tape. I mean, that just to show the no, video that was completely. Uh, a violation of his privacy. I don't think it was worth that much money, but I think that was more or less to punish them more so than rewarding him. He just benefited. But you know, mate. But I tell you what, that that kind of helps out. I mean, Hulk Hogan actually is a pioneer if you think about this, because maybe it'll stop some of this crap we see in the Inquirer and the Globe and some of that junk and the Star and all them other damn magazines. You see all that fake ass shit that be putting up there, mate. You know, I know you have a freedom of speech. But at the same time, you know, you put something out there that shouldn't be out there, you, you they should have to pay, you know, they should pay the consequences for it. Um, you were speaking of that car chase that you had there. There was a uh, there was a boat chase actually in Destin that really ended badly over the weekend. I think it was either Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm, um, that's different. Full of people on it. Yeah, right there by the pass, right there when you go into Destin, right there. And uh, from what I understand, I think there's two different people that ended up getting killed. And ironically, one of the people they got killed was actually a guy that rescued, uh, tried to rescue somebody last year in the same area, um, and a kid ended up passing away, and he ended up surviving. But this time, since he, I mean, the, the boat hit the rocks, Jack. I mean, they hit it hard over there by the East Pass, and everybody got thrown for the boat. Now, they they, they do believe alcohol was a, a culprit in that. I went down to but, uh, As usually go. You know, and this, you know, spring break here has been changed since Panama City kept, you know, Panama City has, you know, there's no more alcohol on the beach, same thing in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to migrate over there to Orange Beach and go shores, and they, they don't play. They're like regional cops over there. So, you, you know, you they are really cracking down on the beach as far as, you know, alcohol, open containers and stuff. You can do it at the bar, but you can't walk down, you know, there's only one or two little small areas that you can actually have alcohol on the beach, so that's going to change right. the complexity of what you can do out on these beaches, and you know, don't, there's certain areas in, in this area that you don't play. That's one of them, go breeze, you know, you go across that bridge coming in there, and you can go more than 35 you want to, you go 36, they're pulling your ass over, and if you got alcohol on you, you're done. So, uh-huh. you know, it's just, uh, you got to, you know, respect what they got to do. They have a job to do, just like, you know, just like everybody else. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, Crystal said that uh, as far as Hulk Hogan, they based the settlement off of the money Hulk Hogan could have lost by this. And uh, this is also the the uh, tape where he dropped a whole bunch of n bombs on the tape. So that did hurt his career definitely. So he probably did cost him a lot of money once that came out. But speaking of crime. There is a University of Virginia student who visited North Korea. Why? I don't know. The 21-year-old, the his name is Otto, Otto Warmbier, and that's his real name, I guess. He was part of a tour group that decided to attempt an American prank in a totalitarian country. 
uh, he stole a sign from a hotel. The sign was described as a propaganda sign, which insinuates that it was political in nature. But he was caught and arrested. A month later, they bring him to the courtroom wearing the same clothes as the day he got caught. And after only only being on trial for one hour, he was ultimately sentenced to 15 years of hard labor for the crime. Now, of course, U.S. officials have lobbied for his release, stating that the punishment wouldn't fit the crime in any other country. But, Buck, I'll start with you. Should he be released or have his sentence reduced uh, for what he did? I mean, he's in North Korea. They clearly don't like the United States. He tried to steal a sign. And they want to give him 15 years of hard labor for it. Well, I mean, you got to abide by the laws that's, that's, you know, mandated by the country that you're in. And if he was dumb enough to go over there and do something stupid like that, then he's got to pay, he's got to pay the price. And what they I mean, a lot of times we as Americans don't understand. I mean, we have a lot of freedoms in this country, and we give away with a lot of shit. But overseas, you know, they hold, you know, crime is held to a higher standard, and they put your ass in jail. And you you pay you do hard time over there. You don't have the delicacies that we have in our prisons. I mean, I know not every prison is glamorous over here in the United States, but there's some prisons where you just you know it's just like summer camp, and you know you go over there and ain't no summer camp. You, know, you get shitty food, you got shitty conditions, no air conditioning, and all that kind of shit, and you pay the price. And if you do something stupid enough over there, you you stand up for a minute. So. So if he, you know, he screwed up, and that's what the law says, then so be it. That's what his ass get. And I'm quite sure Ray will co-sign on it. Ray, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. I agree with Bob 100%. I mean, I think when you go to any country, you got to obey the laws of the land. And North Korea particularly, you know, when you go over there, you know, you should respect those. Why go over there? I don't exactly, and it's it's one of these things where you have some people. I don't know why they want to be a part of the show. Just like to me, you shouldn't be able to fly a, a, a hot air balloon in the middle of a football game. That's fifteen or twenty years. We gonna stop you from running out on the field. That's fifteen or twenty years. People stop doing it, but see. I'm not going to necessarily call it a, a white-collar crime, but it's a crime that most urban people don't commit. That's why it's not uh, punishable by by a large number of years. But you shouldn't be allowed to do that. He went over there to somewhere where he knew they wasn't playing, and he started playing. So, I mean, as the saying go. When you, how old you say he was, Q? Uh, 21. 21. See, when you're a young boy like that, you could do every one of them years they give you. They give us 30 years, we get. Yeah, you 18 and all that, you do 30 years, you can do every one of them. You know, you get all age, somebody eats you with 30, y'all, man, you finish. Yeah. Young boy, he can do the whole 30. He'll be out when you're a little old enough. All right. Let's see. Uh, Sabretooth says we're no better in the United States. We give long prison terms for BS drug violations, and that's true. And let me go to the 601. 
let me go to the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, to welcome on the man, the myth, the sexual minister of affairs, Eminem. What's happening, bro? <laughs> what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What up, man? And Sabertooth says the sentence doesn't fit the crime. What do you think, Eminem? You still assigned? Do you get 15 years hard labor? Is that too much? Well, yeah, that's too much in America. But this what I'm saying. Unless you were just born on another planet and you've never seen nothing about the the current world, who in the hell would go to North Korea anyway? You know, shit, man, them people, I mean, they doing experiments on their own people and starving them and shit. Man, I say, man, I say this ain't nothing but some bullshit that could end up, uh, you know, I mean, who who going to go to war for a fool? You know what I'm saying? He should do them damn 15 years because his ass had no business going over there. And let, let me ask you this, though. Now, I don't know how much background you got on the story, but uh, what, what kind of what kind of financial background this motherfucker got? Because I, uh, I believe he was like, rich based on the stories I read. He looked like he was a rich kid. Yeah, let him do the 15 because this sounds like some, you got to have some money. Yeah, you know, yeah, you that's can't what I'm thinking. Grand on no damn ticket. But but you're you 21. Now now this is. This is what I want the listening world to understand. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I done did some ignorant shit, grew up around a lot of ignorant stuff, and see definitely see it every day. But it's just some stuff that just be like, man, how in there? I mean, okay, number one, if you're 21, you're 21, and I'm assuming he's single. You know, where, I mean, Going to North Korea out of all places, you're talking about, okay, everybody's going to what, uh, uh, a beach somewhere, uh, Galveston, uh, Daytona, or something, Biloxi, you know, spring break. I know you didn't say Biloxi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, really I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, okay, I go to Biloxi before I go to North Korea. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I'm just saying, you're 21, you're 21, ready to sow your oats, but then you you say, okay, I'm going to North Korea. Shit, man, that is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Then it's just like, you know, you're not some kind of prisoner of war or something like that. You're an idiot, you know, and you want ambassadors and you want to waste all these American tax dollars. You know, you want to see some fighter jets and you know, and uh, John Wayne accents to my bring that boy home and all that stuff, man. Leave that motherfucker over there. I mean, that don't and I no have damage. to admit, I, 15 years is a lot for stealing a sign, okay? But we're talking about North so, Korea. We're talking about somewhere I, that you already know is fucked up. Right. They're killing their own people. Who? But that's by like, the, by the who, same who would go down? to Nazi Germany, just say before I World can't. War II started and World I mean, War I, I done that. ended? But the thing about it is, I can't tell someone, and like for example, if a, if a man, if my neighbor next door, if his son gets a C on his report card, and he tells his son that he can't play Xbox for a year, that seems extreme to me. But that's his son, so I have no say so in that. This is Kim Jong Un or whatever his name is. This is his country. I have no say so in that. So if he wants to give people fifteen years, that's what it is. And anyone who goes over there who's American, who doesn't think that anything you do wrong, I don't care if it's speeding, 
could lead to you being put in jail or possibly killed, then there's something wrong with you. And when I saw Hell this yeah. kid in the courtroom, <laughs> this kid was crying because he found out very seriously they weren't playing with him, right? He found out very, very quickly that they weren't playing with him, and he was crying and begging for his release, talking about how stupid it was what he did and this misunderstanding and all that stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of cracked up laughing. I mean, I know the boy's life is ruined, and I don't think he's going to do the full 15 years from from previous um, incidents with Americans getting in trouble in North Korea. They have some that have done like 18 months. They may have been sentenced to like 10 years, 15 years. They do 18 months. They do two years, and a lot of times they get sent back home um, in some type of exchange for some agreement for some other political prisoner or something. So. I doubt that he's going to do the full 15 years, but to do a week of hard labor over there is probably, is probably, <laughs> it's probably pretty bad. Yeah. And I, I, honestly, I, I honestly can't feel all that sorry for him. I mean, I hate he was that stupid, but if you – and this is another thing where people just don't pay attention. You have people who are so used to getting their way and – you know, if he would have done that here, he would have been like, oh, I have affluenza. I don't know right from wrong because I'm rich or something. Man, they don't care over there. <laughs> they don't care over there. My thing, thing is this. Common sense got to prevail. Anytime you go outside the United States border, you should know, you should get a general knowledge of what laws they that you got to follow when you get over there because you don't want to fuck up and get, and get yourself hemmed up and some shit that you can't get out of. Common sense got to prevail somewhere, yeah. dog. I mean, you go to one place like that. Hey, you, I mean, North Korea. Shit, right. you better be on your P's and Q's, Jack. Hey, that's hey, just, I mean, that's just not. Yo, I I could kind of, I could kind of, you know, sympathize with him a little bit if this was France or, or, uh, you know, somewhere in the UK or just somewhere more. You know, tourists going frequent. Who in the hell say I'm going to North Korea? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You, you got you got to be smart enough to know. It don't matter whether it's North Korea, France, Italy, Spain, Yugoslavia. It doesn't matter what the hell. Right. It is. But you I'm, I'm just saying you you have you have schools that take trips to France and stuff. But I'm just saying, in a kind of in a, in a funny way, I'm saying. But who in the fuck on the whole planet goes to North Korea for right. anything? <laughs> Saber yeah, said he thought white privilege was going to get him out of it. No such thing as white privilege over there. Oh, no. <laughs> he found that out the hard way. I met someone from North Korea last week, uh, and which is funny. And I think she said she moved to Arizona when she was like 12 or something. And I don't think she's been back. So I'm like, if people from North Korea ain't been back, I know I'm not going. Hey, to each their own. I mean, he's gonna have to work on those um, on those fifteen years. I don't know exactly what kind of labor they're gonna have him doing, busting rocks or whatever. But he's gonna be big as Arnold Schwarzenegger by the time he get back to the states. However, but the bottom line is, he will never steal another sign. He won't. And, I guarantee. If he doesn't that. steal another sign. Then justice was served. I guarantee you, know, you that he won't. And yeah, I know people think that the we, we got all of these guys here, you know, just blogging or whatever the hell they're doing, uh-huh. always saying something. But you got to understand, 
if you're not a criminal, why the fuck you standing up for crimes? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not people, oh, the crime doesn't fit and, and drug laws. And then, you know, if you can get in trouble with messing with them drugs, then why you messing with them? That's the question we now answer. And we got grown men talking about shit like this. So what are we teaching the kids? Oh, damn, he, he didn't have that much. So why are you going to put him in jail? Okay, the message should be don't mess with drugs because they're dangerous, they're harmful. And you'll and go to jail. You not, and you will go to jail. That should be the message. If you disagree with that, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> now blog on that. I think that uh, when it comes down to it, a lot of people say that, okay, these countries overseas, they're archaic with their justice system and, and things of that nature, but I, I, you have to you have to think that there's not a lot of crime. Well, we, we know for a fact that the United States have more people in jail than like just about all the other countries combined, and that's for a reason. It's because you know prisons are profitable here, and it's, it's easier to have people coming in and out of jail and committing crimes and making money off of them as opposed to other countries where they actually try to deter you, maybe by extreme measures, maybe by chopping arms off and things like that, which none of us would want to have happen to us, of course. But I'm pretty sure it cuts down on stealing. So I don't think things have to be that extreme. But, I mean, their their mindset over there is to stop people from being criminals. The mindset here is really just to slow you down a little bit make a little money off of you and then put you back out there to do it again because they don't rehab in most prisons. So we can probably take some tips, maybe not 15 years worth of tips, but I do agree with the hard labor. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. One last question on this I meant to ask. Should countries be able to negotiate for the release of citizens that committed crimes in other countries? I mean, should the United States be able to come to the table with North Korea and say, hey, you know, can you let this dude go for whatever reason? I mean, you should have the right to do whatever you want, but you shouldn't go to go to bat for everybody because you've got more serious things to deal with. So like, mm-hmm. this guy's still on the side. Why would, why would you care if he's blocked up? You know, hey, he knew not to go to North Korea, but he's one of these guys that he wants to be a jerk and he thinks everything is funny. And then when it doesn't work out for him, now he wants everybody to say, well, you know, I really didn't do anything. No, you really didn't do anything if if you were in America. You're not in America. You're in North Korea. And if some people have showed you anything, they let you know that they loke and they don't give a damn. (laughs) nothing, Nothing else. You know what I mean? You want something similar to the United States. And like you say, if you got money, like Cubs was saying, you try to go to, to Venezuela, Spain, or somewhere where, you know, it's a lot of women or something, and you single and whatever the case is, you got a little bit of money. Why would you go somewhere where you know Americans are welcome, but they're not welcome? You know what I mean? They stand there. I wish they would start some of that American shit over here. We going to show them we going to play that. Yeah, yeah, they burning flags, all kind of shit. Yeah. And now yeah. you laughing, getting drunk. Well, I'm going to do this. It's a prank. Well, 
Like I say, you're 21 years old, you can do every one of them 15 years. He's still younger than us when he get out of there. I think he's uh, fortunate that they didn't kill him because a lot of times you can do yeah, worse than that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I little than that. And, and, yeah, and, and get killed. I, I think he should be happy with the fit. Well, I know he ain't happy to 15 years, but I think he ought to be glad that there weren't any other alternatives and he didn't lose an arm or something like that. Because I know they had, like, uh, I can't remember how the story went. It's been some years, but it was, like, a a case totally different where an American was was put in prison, but it was just, like, some, you know, some political bullshit. I think she was, like, a, uh, uh, I don't know if she was a journalist or something, and they accused her of something, but it was just some trumped-up stuff, and, and you know something like that is different. I can't remember the full story now. But they, they well, had you remember there TV. was a there was a story a few years ago where this guy, um, I want to say it was in China, um, put some graffiti on the wall. No, that was they, I remember that. That's Singapore. That was in Singapore. Okay, yeah, Singapore, and they came. Yeah, yeah. They caned him in the middle of the street, and right. I guarantee you, he <laughs> won't even he won't even get a tattoo. He's scared of me. <laughs> you know, so I, I you learn your lessons from things of that nature. The United States was upset, saying they shouldn't have beat the boy and all that. And I wish a guy like me thinks it's hilarious because when you go over messing up other people's property, you lucky a stick is the only thing you get put on you. Right. Yeah. I mean, so and to me, that, I mean, I mean, to me, that's that's disrespect to blatantly break somebody else's laws just because you 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 know you got privilege in your country. I mean, you got to respect them people's shit, man. You know, they, they don't play that. Yeah. Graffiti and stuff like that. I'm mean, like, damn, he wasn't, I mean, he probably wasn't even doing that here. You know, I, I'm i just like, man, damn. You know, all them women over there, you wanted to go spray paint some cars and shit, man. What the fuck's wrong with yeah. you? Let's see, Crystal said that they gave him life, but they gave him a break by giving him only 15 years, and that's probably true. Sabertooth says that um, if they sentenced him to death, that would have probably been the only way the country should intervene to maybe stop someone from killing somebody. So, yeah, I guess if you're just sending them a hard time, then I would negotiate. I'd be like, fool, you shouldn't have been over there. But if they want to kill you, then I don't know. Maybe I'll say, all right, man, can you let the dude live? I don't even know. I think it depends on what he did. Yeah, but, but he he probably has a, a a family that's this. Now this is where the other stuff come in at that this totally <laughs> changes the the uh, changes it for people that's you know way more affluent than any of us. But you know his dad or uncle or some shit like that probably is a heavy contributor to some you know. Political party. Or That's all the reason why they're probably talking over there. Who knows? Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. But he that was one of us selling some uh, grapefruits or something and shit. And, you know, he don't have a dime to his name and just happened to be in another country and something <laughs> happened to him. Man, it's just like, shit, man, you just lost in the dick. He would have just been missing. Right. So, all right. So, uh. Um, look if you're on the back of a milk carton. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into the last topic, the uh, the infamous Rob Ford, the former mayor of Toronto who was accused of showing up at meetings drunk, admitted cocaine use, and got rowdy with other public officials, has died at the age of 46. Uh, no word on what the cause was, but he had been undergoing treatment for a rare form of cancer since late 2014. And you remember he and his brother became well-known internationally 
after Rob admitted to being drunk and trying cocaine on a bender back in 2013. And he had Toronto on the map for their meetings and things of that nature for a while. And I didn't know the guy was sick. So, unfortunately, Rob passed away at the age of 46. I think his brother is a city councilman for Toronto Steel. But, all right, we're getting to our last topic, 347 is the number. And, oops, it looks like Eminem dropped off, so it's just me and you right now, Ray. And I wanted to discuss uh, engagement rings. Uh, Engagements are normally just something that happens to announce a couple's upcoming nuptials as far as a wedding. But to each person, it means something different. And so I guess, Ray, to you, what does an engagement ring mean to you when you give an engagement ring to someone to get married? Uh, engagement ring just simply means that um, you're um, preparing to get married. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like a symbol of taking the next step. You know, I didn't really have a big you know, fancy um, idea about it or nothing like that. It's just about taking the next step. It's about, you know, symbolizing your love or whatever. But my thing with a ring was I wanted to get something nice. I wanted to get something elegant, but I didn't want to get something so big that she couldn't go anywhere with it on her hand. Right. Worried about somebody cutting their finger off. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, something. So that's all them thoughts was. You want to go nice, but you don't want to go so big that, man, that's all people are looking at every time you step out somewhere. You know what I mean? So it's just a a symbol of taking that next step because you can be in love with somebody but don't get an engagement ring. Engagement means that you're getting ready to get married. So that's okay. what I would say. I think a lot of people would say that as well. And there's some people who look at an engagement ring as a almost like a status symbol. Um, and I, I asked in the in the chat room. Well, Crystal says it means that. Let me go back. It's a promise ring per se. It means that she's off the market. And I asked, um, and I'll ask you the same question, Ray. Does an engagement ring means that the woman who receives it is somehow elevated in her status above single women? And Crystal says yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, when you are engaged, you're legitimizing yourself. You know, that says that, you know, I don't just have a boyfriend. I'm making mm-hmm. a commitment. It's kind of like uh, renting versus owning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So, yes, I, w- I would say definitely you elevate yourself. Okay, okay. And I, I, I agree with you. I think that it does seem to... I don't think it elevates someone to the point where they're like some type of know-it-all or some type of expert on relationships by any means, but I do think that people are going to look at them 
a lot differently than they would a single person because it does indicate that, okay, this person, like Crystal said in the chat room, is winning. Um, so having said all that, is an engagement ring, in your opinion, more of a status thing in 2016, more so than a sign of commitment? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, because when you get engaged, a lot of times people don't ask you to who, even if they don't know who. They want to see the ring. Yeah. Oh, let me see the ring, let me see the ring. And, yes, it can be more about the ring than what's actually the ring symbolizes. Okay. And... Let's see. I'm trying to see, keep up with what they're saying in the chat room. Sabertooth said that a lot can happen between the engagement and the and the wedding, and that's true. Crystal says women knows what it means, and I agree. And I do think that a lot of times it may end up being more of a status symbol than anything. Uh, of course, with social media, when someone gets engaged, the first thing you will see is the the ring. Uh, they'll post a picture of the ring, which I understand people are going to be excited too. So it's really just how you look at it. But do you think that the engagement process is more exciting than the actual marriage itself for some people? I mean, does does the day a person gets engaged feel more exciting than the day after the wedding? Who you asking me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, no. I I think for for a woman in particular the wedding is more than the engagement. But um, being engaged, I guess, is it, an exciting thing, I believe, because the ring is what makes it exciting. You get engaged to a woman and you got a ring that's just a band with no diamond or nothing like that on it, I don't think it would be a whole lot of excitement. I mean, you got to get to a real good woman. <laughs> or the wrong, wrong type of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to get a real good one for not to care what the ring looks like. So, particularly in 2016, you know, it ain't like it was back in the day, you know. Uh, folks, you know, have $50 or something 50 years ago, get married with and you know, get a little ring or whatever, and that was it. But nowadays, it's like, you know, all all these jewelry stores, Zell's and this store and that store, you know, it's so it's plenty of rings, millions to choose from, you know, and anytime you go and buy a ring, particularly if you're ring shopping, the woman is selling the ring is really, she going to reach her hand in your pockets for your fiancé. Oh, this is nice. Your diamonds are forever. I mean, you want her to have something that lasts. You want this, this, this. So that's what it's about nowadays. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the chat room, Crystal says it's the beginning of a major event. It's the kickoff of the planning process of the big day, but it's not bigger than the big day itself. Okay. So to some, I, I wonder if it is something bigger, because there's some people who have been engaged multiple times. And just for the record out there, everyone, legally, if someone gives you an engagement ring, and ask for your hand in marriage. If for any reason you don't get married, you legally have to give the ring back. 
An engagement ring is a conditional gift, and the condition is you marry the person. If you do not marry the person, then there's not a court in law, a court in the United States that's going to let you keep that ring um, if it's a conditional gift. So, guys out there, a little legal advice for someone who's not a legal expert. Uh, I just watch a lot of Judge Judy. If you buy them an engagement ring, they got to give it back if you don't get married. So I don't think a lot of guys know that. All right. On tomorrow's show, we have uh, Zone Coverage Returns. On the Talk to Q radio show, we'll talk about maybe getting into a little boxing. Uh, we'll talk about Adam LaRoche and the situation with his son that caused him to retire. And we'll talk about some March Madness, NBA, and NFL free agency. That's going to be tomorrow as Zone, Zone Coverage returns to T2Q, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. And next week on Tuesday, we'll be back with more current event and relationship topics next Tuesday at 9 p.m. You can always go to TalkToQ.com to get show information and check out the calendar there. We'll go ahead and get the final thoughts. And, Ray, i go ahead and... Let you do it, man, because Buck and Eminem had to drop off, and Buck said he was coming back, but I don't know when. So let you go ahead and get your final thoughts. And if anybody wants to throw in some final thoughts from the chat room, I'll read those too. Okay. Um, I mean, um, when you talk about the kid that got himself into trouble, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, but I think that it should be a lesson to all kids that think that they want to go and go on vacation and, you know, explore different things and not realizing that if you are a guy that's been to college and you're supposed to be educated, you should know that the laws of the country that you're going to. And, you know, I think it'll help other kids stay out of North Korea or if they go learn how to conduct themselves. As far as uh, what was the other topic we had? Uh, we talked about the fights at Trump rallies. We talked about uh, um, well, yeah. the the car chase thing wasn't supposed to be a topic, but it kind of turned into one. But, um, yeah, either one of those. I mean, um, as far as the Trump rallies, though, he has the right to campaign. And if people want to protest, what are you protesting? He is not the president. If he were and you disagree with something, then you can peacefully protest. But if you come down using foul language, threatening violence, and things of that nature, you should be dealt with. And to me, you should not go on another person's territory causing problems. You know, same way you wouldn't want somebody to come in your area or your town causing problems, you shouldn't do it in somebody else's area. As far as this all... Uh, guy that stole a car and trying to make uh, the news and whatever he was doing. Guys like that, they should be locked up for a very long time. And a lot of people disagree with incarceration and all that. But where do you put guys like this? You see? And we want to keep making excuses and making excuses and making excuses. And Meanwhile, this is nothing but stupidity. Even if he did get high, you know that drugs are or make you do things that you wouldn't normally do. 
so you feel wrong. And particularly if you are adult, you should know better. So you would think. And all I can say is, come on, Trump, and deal with guys like this. This will be waiting on. But other than that, you know, it was an interesting topic. You know, people always disagree when you disagree with them. And this is America. You can believe what you want to believe. You know, everybody doesn't have to have the same opinion. You know, but at least I call up and express my opinion. I'm not behind a computer. I'm not behind, you know, something where I can't even speak up for myself. Right. You know, but a great show and good topic. Look forward to the next one. All right. I appreciate it, man. And Crystal said in the chat room, good show. Let Trump do what he does best, reality TV, and this is his ultimate domain. The problem is these fools actually believe his bull. Um, talk talk at you next week. Sabretooth says, my thing is, if you go to another country, enjoy yourself and enjoy being around another culture, respect their laws. And it is just that simple. You do that and you might be able to come home. Definitely agree with that. So, all right. Well, my thanks to everyone who listened to tonight's Talk to Q radio show. The show can be heard live every Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can always go to TalkToQ.com to to get the calendar of events, and you can sign up for my email newsletter there as well to get insights on what's ahead for T2Q, as well as a sneak peek at my blog over at ThankQ.me. Thanks to DrHermanSJR.com and TheCrystalShow.com for being down by law. Thanks to the show legends, callers, and chat room participants, Sabretooth and Crystal, and everyone else who gave their two cents. All of you have a great night. Peace out. Talk to you tomorrow, and we'll get into some sports on zone coverage. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm going to blog. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) You want to be my blog lover. My name is Quincy. The Talk to Q Radio Show. But I do believe that the love for money and power most of the time outweighs their love for women. And this is my show. That's what I was saying too. I think I'm still doing a lot of shows with this. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?